Welcome to Hashtag Beauty and the Bosses Podcast, where we discuss everything beauty and business, plus hear from some of your favorite girl bosses as they share their ultimate beauty secrets. Let's start the show. Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Aisha G. White, and welcome to Hashtag Beauty and the Bosses Podcast, episode number three. Now, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about my first business failed and I got over it. My first business that I had that failed was a shoe boutique. And I can tell you during that time, that short period of time, me operating that business, I was a hot mess. For one, God did not give me that business. And I think um, that's what I learned during that time is I'd rather um, have some, I'd rather have God give me something than me trying to get it for myself. Because so often we do that with, you know, starting businesses, friendships, relationships, or whatever it is. We try to do it ourselves or we try to get it ourselves when God didn't give it to us. And so during that time of that business, I was super frustrated, I was struggling, and I was just working extra hard, and it just wasn't working for me, and I didn't understand, and God was just like, girl, you didn't even come to me and ask me about this business. This is something that you started on your own. I didn't give it to you, so don't be mad because you struggling and it ain't working, okay? You didn't console me, so that's mostly what I learned in that business is that It's so important to let God give you something or God call you to something before you just jump into it, trying to do it yourself. Now, my guest on today knows all about failure and she knows all about building a successful business. Jamie Adams is coming to you to tell you all about how she got over her first failed business and started over and built a successful business. If you aren't familiar with Jamie Adams, she is the founder of V-Spot Body Lounge Salon and Spa and also V-Luxury Steaming System. She began her career in 2010 where she graduated at the top of her aesthetics class and received accolades such as maximize most sales tickets, and most likely to succeed. With her love for traditional Asian medicine and the beauty industry, she is committed to educating and spreading the word of holistic health through steaming. Let's chat with Jamie. Hello, Jamie. How are you today? Girl, I am so good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for joining me today on Hashtag Beauty and the Bosses podcast. I am so excited. (laughs) <laughs> to have you on. So please Yay. let the audience know a little bit about you and what you do. Absolutely. So um, I am Jamie Allen, the queen of VC. Um, my PR actually told me I need to put that in there, so I'm feeling myself a little bit on that. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out. <laughs> Love you guys. But um, in any case, um, just starting off, I am a regular old person. I'm a wife. I am a cheer mom. I am a Taekwondo mom. 
Um, I love Jesus with every bit within me. Um, I, as you may have said, um, that I own an exclusive salon and spa here in Shreveport, Louisiana. It's called the V Spot. Um, and I'm also the owner of V Luxury Steaming Systems, which is um, a luxury spa equipment retail company. Um, we sell directly to uh, salon owners and other beauty professionals. Um, just as of right now, it's our V Steaming System, which is um, like a luxury chayuk, which is a steaming system that helps with balancing hormones and detoxifying the body. Um, it's based on just traditional medicines. There's a lot of different cultures that have them. Um, so we're actually the first United States distributor of uh, these oh, luxury Chaya products and accessories. So I'm super excited about that. It's been, it was heck uh, for me to even go overseas to get my first um, set of chairs that uh, I started my business with. So I thought, you know, other people, I know they're wanting to get into it. It's an amazing art, but, you mm -hmm. know, the, it's not readily available, um, you know, in the United States. So that's something that we definitely wanted to bring to. Um, and I guess, so what else about me? Um, I started entrepreneurship with a vision from God and um, saved checks from three yeah. jobs that I was working. So that wow. is a little bit about me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now today's topic, as you know, is called My First Business Failed and I Got Over It. What yes, was your indeed. first business and how long did that business last? Absolutely. So um, I, my trade by, I guess, um, since I was four years old, my dad started me with a piano and I trained classically. Um, and so my first business was a piano instruction. I like to call it boutique because it wasn't like the stuffy old uh, piano instructions that I went to <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> it was, I mean, like I still incorporated my love for beauty. So it was called the Queendom. And, um, like, all around it I had, like, all of these, um, like, some of my pillows. I found these pillows at Roscoe, and you would have thought that I had found a 24-carat. I don't even much know. But it was, like, these little <laughs> pillows, and they had, <laughs> they had, like, cards on them. Like, it looked like playing cards, and they had queen. Uh, it had the queen mm -hmm. card on it, the queen of hearts. And so I, that was kind of my theme throughout it. And um, it lasted every bit of about six to seven months. <laughs> Oh, wow. It was a nightmare. Absolutely. And I'm <laughs> going to tell you, and it, and it taught me a huge lesson, though. It definitely taught me a huge lesson. I, um, when uh, there was a gentleman that um, approached me about the idea that said that he had uh, just this vision of owning, I guess, a place where musicians came and taught um, you know, mm -hmm. just different things, so like guitar instruction. And so he, he got this big building, and I'm just all naive and, you know, oh, this is great, he asked me. And so all was going well, and one day I showed up at the building, and it was locked. It said that, the, that it was for lease. And then, and like it literally, he didn't tell me that he was having trouble with it or anything. So I showed up for a lesson, and that was it. <laughs> It was it was over almost before it started. <laughs> wow! Oh yeah! Wow! Oh my goodness! That I, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> it was like, devastating. Absolutely, it was so devastating. Um, and I think I just I think a piece of my um, naiveness, if that's even a word, died that day. 
Um, because, you know, we depend on other people sometimes to make our dreams uh, go to the potential that they really should. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I learned that you can't trust anybody else or trust another person mm-hmm. to make my money. You know what I mean? So right. it was a lesson mm-hmm. learned. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so with that business ending like it did, what made Mm -hmm. you transition from doing the piano to now being in the beauty industry? Absolutely. So I won't necessarily say that I transitioned. Um, I still, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still a musician. I I, I play at our church. But I think Mm -hmm. um, business-wise, what made me make the transition is that it just didn't work. Um, I didn't have the passion to make the necessary adjustments mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. my business plans to make it work. Um, and, you know, I mean, it is, even though I love piano and I love music, um, I realized that just throughout my ups and downs of business and my career goals and stuff, I realized that my passion was more for business and making money than it was for even my individual skills. So I always mm-hmm. knew that I wanted to um, own a business, um, I knew that I wanted to make a lot of money and keep my, my lifestyle the way that I was accustomed to. So I mm-hmm. guess the transition was just more so not that I transitioned my passions. It's just that I, transi- I transitioned because business-wise music wasn't working for me and I didn't feel like doing anything else with music to make it, tra- to make it mm-hmm. different. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Totally understand. You definitely have to um, have a passion to – have a successful business. It has to be something that Absolutely. you really, really want to do because that's how I felt with my first business is mm-hmm. for me it was like, okay, I loved shoes and mm-hmm. I wanted to have an extra stream of income, but then on the other end I felt like I didn't go to God and say, God, is this something that mm-hmm. you want me to do? And so it didn't um, turn out to be successful. And so when I was really mm-hmm. down about it, I was like, I went to God and I was like, you know, this isn't working. Tell me why this is working. And he's just like, like, I didn't tell you to do that. Lady, that's me. <laughs> right, like, exactly. <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Yes. Absolutely. And, you know, and that is kind of going back with um, with just the music thing, period. Music has just always been a part of me. My dad is a musician. My mom is a musician. My brother, we grew up in just the musician, in a musician's home. Um, My dad was military as well, so he had, you know, other things that he did as far as career-wise. But music was always, you know, it was something that we liked to do. However, it wasn't something that I was just like, you know what, I just cannot live. I cannot live without music. And even now, Mm -hmm. music is my outlet to God when I go for worship. Um, but again, it's not my music is not my passion enough to be able to say, Hey, I'm going to go start a whole business on it. Right, right, right. Okay. So what tools and or resource resources did you kind of learn from your first business to kind of help you create your next business? Oh, girl, I'm going to keep it real good and short. (laughs) So the very first tool that I used that was within me was that I just learned to start researching everything for myself. Like I never, I, especially after, especially after that point, I just knew I, I am not going to be dependent on another person, like I said, to make my money. So I think that was my first thing is that things that I didn't even know about, like I didn't know about how was I going to go get a building 
for, you know, for when I started my beauty business. I didn't know about, you know, okay, did you register with the state? Did you, um, you know, did you get your tax license? Did you get your building inspected? So, like, those things there, like, normally I would just be like, uh, can I just pay somebody to come do all of this and then y'all just tell mm-hmm. me when my business is legit? <laughs> well, as opposed mm-hmm. to me saying that because I knew, okay, and the last time you just let somebody do that, you got screwed up. So now, right. you know, I've decided that um, I'm just going to research everything for myself and, um, and get the information firsthand because a lot of times people will play you every single time and you just have to have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying go into situations, um, you know, completely guarded, but always go into situations with a plan B so that you are mm-hmm. so quick on your feet that it doesn't, it doesn't stop you for a year, you know, whenever you get a disappointment because you weren't prepared for a setback. Totally, definitely. That research that is so, so important, guys, just researching things on your own. Even if you, I know some people hire like business consultants or different type of people to help them with their business, but it's also important that you know about it too before you go and start hiring someone. That is so important. Okay, so before you became a distributor of your V-Steam chairs, you were just doing aesthetics Um, and you had your own spa, what motivated you to be like, you know what, I want to create my own. I don't want to buy from anybody else. I want to create my own chair, and I also want to help others put it in their spa. What motivated you to do that? Uh, It was a couple of things. The first thing was just how amazing this art is. Um, I just did my research, obviously. I actually started going to school for traditional Chinese medicine just to learn extremely, like, in-depth um, everything about it. And so my number one reasoning for, uh, for wanting to create this was to preserve the art. Um, and then I also needed, I felt the need to set a standard uh, for V-steaming or Chayuk or, um, of course, Africans have Yanni steaming. Um, there's, you know, India has their version of it. But it was just basically setting a standard. Um, if we kind of think back, even before, like, cosmetology board, everybody was just doing whatever they wanted to do to people's hair, burning it out, whatever, and nobody mm-hmm. could say anything, right? So whenever they created the board, then it was like, hey, y'all, uh, using 100% lye in people's hair didn't see. It's actually not as good of an idea as you may have thought it was. So we're going right. to, you know, regulate this. We're going to do this. And day after day, I know that V-steaming is, uh, is fairly new, um, especially within the last five to seven years. But I see so many people that are, you know, just doing it improperly, even to the point of where it could cause damage to themselves or, you know, to others or even just being um, miseducated about it. I just knew mm-hmm. that, you know, okay, somebody's got to set the standard for from this and with me already being able to uh, to go to school and learning exactly why um, why the people did this back in um, in ancient times and things of that nature, I really wanted to make sure that people you know kind of had that leg up on it, especially the mm-hmm. beauty industry, uh, the professional side of it, uh, because again you have people that are at home buying things off the <laughs> buying basil off the you know the produce aisle where there's fertilizer and all kinds of things yeah. still on it and putting it under unregulated water and whatnot. So I figured, you know, if we can kind of get the beauty industry um, along with this, then, you know, that would be a good thing and healthier for women that are trying to, um, to do better by themselves in self-care. Mm-hmm. So how long did that process take? Did you have to, uh, like, how Girl. did you about, like, going out and reaching out to people overseas to kind of help you with the process? Let me tell you, 
that process, this has been about two, maybe about going on two and a half years in the mm-hmm. making from initial mm-hmm. conception to, um, to now. And, I mean, we're still not all the way done. Uh, we did our social mm-hmm. launch, and it was just such an overwhelming experience. And everybody was like, oh, my God, all these beauty professionals from all around the world are saying, hey, where can we do this? How can we do that? So, um, you know, we're at the process now of, uh, you know, just bringing orders in, get, making sure that all of our, uh, our V partners are taken care of. But from start to finish, again, like this has been like two and a half years, and it started, I had no idea. Like I had no idea how to start this. I didn't know mm-hmm. who, who do you call first. I actually called um, just a local person to, that uh, did carpentry, and um, I asked them, I, you know, I'm like in there and I'm telling them everything I want it to look like and the different functionalities and da-da-da-da. Well, this guy, he just immediately, I guess, I don't know if he didn't think that, um, I think he took my enthusiasticness of, as being um, a little naive, but I mm-hmm. learned a lot from that six to seven month uh, thing that I did with music. <laughs> but he, he yeah. turns to me and he goes, he turns to me and he says, oh, well, if you're going to be selling these things, um, I think if I'm going to build it, I need to have 50% of the sales. And I'm like, mm-hmm. excuse me? Exactly. I'm just, I just got you off of Angie's list. All I was trying to do is get somebody to build something for me. So anyway, so that was like the very start of it. And I remember getting so freaking nervous because I was like, oh, my God, he's going to steal my idea. Da, 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 da. Had I known it was going to take this long, I promise you, I, I would have just been like, dude, if you can do it faster than me, then please go ahead and do it. But anyway, my journey kind of started there. Um, and then from there, I got a little smarter, and then I started um, contacting different people, and then I got, uh, of course, researching and, and a lot of Google searches, and that's how we were able to find our design, our engineering team, and um, our, also our marketing and branding team behind it. And it was, it was a long, long story. That's probably a whole other podcast, but I got you next time you invite me. <laughs> yes, and that's what I want to let people know, that these things don't happen overnight. Like you said, it's after you guys two years, and you're still mm. in the process. And so that's yes. what I want to let people know, like you got to research, you got to grind. You're gonna have some yeah. hiccups, or you know, what I'm saying yeah. you might cry. You're gonna get screwed a couple you might times. Stay up all night. Yeah, yeah. So that is so important to know. Okay, Jamie, what advice can you give any of the women or men listening who have businesses that are failing, or on the verge of failing, or have failed? The biggest thing is, y'all, something is going to come through. You cannot quit. Like, even when you think, like, okay, that was the last, my last opportunity that I, that I exhausted. That was my last. I promise you, if you, just, if you just stop and just stay still, especially when you get to those moments where you feel like you have hit a brick wall, a big brick wall just stand still, and I can guarantee you at some point, one of those bricks of that wall is going to start coming on out, and then you'll realize that those holes are going to show that this brick wall is not as impenetrable as you thought it was. Do not, do not, do not quit. Always think ahead. Uh, so even once this one does start working, um, or what, you know, once you go back into whether your business has failed and now you're in the stage of rebuilding it, whether you think that it's getting ready to fail and you're trying to figure out what that next step is, once it gets to the point where you're like, okay, I've reached over the hump, go ahead and start thinking about your next idea. 
even if it's mm-hmm. just a small variation of what you're already doing. Because, again, at some point, the, the idea that you're at now or this business that you have now, it's going to become a little slow. It's going to become obsolete. The way that the world is going, everything is so fast now. So you always have to be thinking, okay, what is that next step? Um, and then the last thing, I don't know who this is for. It's kind of been my climate throughout the whole interview. Stop depending on other people's money to fund your dream. That includes mm-hmm. banks, friends, family, all of that. Like everybody is all behind your dream until it's time to fund that mug. So I don't care what mm-hmm. it is that you have to do. I, like I said, I worked three jobs. Um, I know that that's not, uh, you know, doable for everybody, but you have to do what's good for you and your situation. My husband was just amazing. It just allowing my little crazy butt to say, hey, babe, I want to jump over this cliff. You coming with me? He would pray about it, and then he's like, yes, you know what? I got an idea that uh, once we jump across this thing, like, something's going to catch us. We're good. And so that mm-hmm. shout-out to the legendary shine, my husband that has been keeping my – sanity since the beginning of me starting businesses and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, just stop depending on other people, uh, their money, or should I say, um, and, mm-hmm. you know, just trust God and, and keep going no matter what. Even when you want to stop, you cannot. God will tell you when it's like, okay, enough is enough. But I don't care if you get pushed mm-hmm. down 30 times, get up 31. Mm-hmm. That is so good. And I want to add to that. Um, always consult God first. Come on. If you have an idea, go to him and ask him. I was watching a sermon of T.D. Jakes, and he said before he purchased the Potter's House in Dallas, he went to the building and he went in there. He stood still, like you said. He stood still, Hmm. and he said, Lord, is this mine? And the Lord told him that it was his, and he signed the paperwork. So whenever you have an idea, you want to purchase a building for your business, or you want to get something, consult God first and ask him, Lord, is this something you want me to do? Lord, is this mine? Should I pursue this idea, Lord? And he will let you know. So that way you can go into it. You know the Lord's behind it, and so it's going to be 100% successful absolutely absolutely I mean I can definitely attest to that especially whenever and it's just a little short um a little short uh, story whenever I we had our first building um in Shreveport Louisiana on Yuri Drive and it was a cute little 1600 square feet and it was pretty much all that I could get at that time um and even behind that it's a whole nother story again you got to have me back on girl we'll talk about some other stuff (laughs) but whenever it was time for me to get my new building um I had no idea where I was going. My lease was getting ready to be up. But earlier that year, God had had me to write a vision board on everything that I wanted my new building to be. And so, I mean, even down to the wall colors, like the the lighting, all of that good stuff. Um, and when it was time for me to go and view the building that we're actually in now, I walked in, and do you know that down, I kept saying to God, I want gray purple walls. I want gray purple walls. So I went on Google when I did my vision board and just kept getting all these pictures of what I thought was gray purple and it's just a purple with like Mm -hmm. a little gray tint so I walk into this building with my real estate agent and um and really close friend her name's Monica she uh we walked into this building do you know that I walked in and those walls were the unique color of gray purple 
already wow. the exact color that I wanted. And so wow. it was just, it, it was like you said, it was one of those things when God said, because I had looked at other buildings and I was thinking, okay, well, I can come in and I'll paint the walls and I'll put this lighting mm-hmm. up and I'll do this and I'll do that. But when I walked into that building, the first thing that Monica said to me was, she said, sis, this is it. And when I saw those walls, God reminded me that I am just and I'm faithful to do exactly yes. what I said that I'm going to do. Girl, I went mm-hmm. through that whole year crying absolutely every single day because I didn't know, okay, God, where am I going to put my stuff? What am I going to do? How am I going to stop my business? And do you know that at no point whenever moving from the first building to the second building, there was not even an interruption. I moved in over Thanksgiving Day and saw clients the next day, which was on that Friday. Wow. Wow. So we were out on one building on Wednesday. We ate a little bit of turkey and moved in on Thursday, and I was <laughs> seeing clients on Friday because that was my building. Yes, faithful. He is definitely yes. faithful. And you Come probably on. saw, Laura knows how many buildings, and you didn't give up. You didn't settle. That's a then, good word. You did on. not settle for just, you was like, okay, I can just paint this and I'll settle. But you was like, exactly. no, I, 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 I just know God's going to give me exactly what I want. He said, he I have something so much better for you, mm-hmm. sweet girl. That's what I, he kept mm-hmm. telling me. And he, I, he calls me sweet girl. And, yes, I have that relationship with him. He said, I got so much, mm-hmm. so much better for you. And when we put God in a box, we get stuck in the box. And then we try to realize, mm-hmm. we try to figure out, well, why are things not working? Well, God, you told me that I should do this. I, you told me I should do that. However, are we listening to how? He's telling us yes. to do it. Exactly. So, yeah. That is so good. Oh, girl, you have a good testimony. <laughs> Come on now. Yes. Come on now. <laughs> all glory to God. Okay. Yes, all glory to God. Okay, so before I let you go, I like to do with my mm-hmm. guests, I like to know their beauty must have. So what is one beauty <laughs> must have product that Jamie just can't live without? Girl, okay, so this going to sound so old school, and I'm going to tell you, I don't <laughs> care. You know them mamas that be, you be like, mama, my head hurt. Go drink some water and go lay down. That mm-hmm. is me. I, I can't, like, water, I, I just, I truly am that mom that feels like it cures everything. Like, even everything. down to the point, like, right now, I'm still, like, I, uh, yesterday it was a little bit cool, and then it started getting hot, and I felt like my hair was getting, like, you know, just kind of dry or whatnot. And I was like, I just need to go. I just washed it, like, three days ago. I was like, I just need some water mm-hmm. on it. So I'm going to go and just, <laughs> just submerge in some water. I, so water is the only thing that I can say um, that I absolutely, um, I'm not a very addictive person, which can be a blessing and a curse sometimes. (laughs) But when it comes to, like, beauty products, I do switch them up. Um, So I couldn't give you, like, just one that I'm like, oh, my God, I love, because all the ones that I switch up and use, you know, it's, there, there are mm-hmm. things that I love about them, but water is just that number one thing. Now, I am not a 110% water drinker, like, all the time, but I do mm-hmm. know that when I buckle down and I get down and I'm like, okay, Jamie, you're going to drink this amount of water, you're going to do this. Like, I'm just living fancy free and just living my best life. Like, my skin looks better and, you know, I'm okay. all dewy and whatnot. I ain't got to wear no draws. <laughs> my nails glow. <laughs> you know, it's just, life yeah. is just good. Yeah, I hear that. Drink you some water. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And, and I'm sorry. Of course, I do. I do beef steaming, so of course I have to put drawers or something about a vagina in there. But hey, it is what it is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Jamie, let the audience know where they can find you. Absolutely. You guys can definitely get us on um, Instagram, which is I think it's L O V E H N D. 
V as in Victor, spot. Um, Facebook is Love HND. Um, and uh, you guys can definitely get on any of our websites. Um, our spa website is lavspot.com. Um, if you're interested in uh, V Luxury System, uh, we only cater to, of course, beauty, beauty professionals and licensed uh, cosmetologists aesthetics and all that good stuff. So you can definitely get on uh, to our Facebook page, and it's Dose of V, uh, V-H-I. Um, and then we can definitely have someone to reach out to you, and we have a password-protected um, website and all that good stuff, you know, again, because we only cater to beauty professionals. Um, and so that phone number at the salon, again, kind of going back, is 318-564-3467 if you're interested in any of our services. And visit us on our website, again, lavspot.com. Yes, if you guys need a service, go see her. She's amazing. If you're a beauty <laughs> professional, please reach out to her site so you can get one of those chairs in your facility. Jamie, yeah. I thank you so much for being on today's episode. You are a jewel, and you dropped some major gems. <laughs> <laughs> You're so amazing. Oh, my God, I can only reciprocate the vibe that you give me, girl. You, I just love me some of you. We love you too, girl. <laughs> All righty, love. You have a great day, and we see and talk to you later. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I've added some encouragement and scripture references in the show notes. So check those out if you are currently struggling with a failed business and you don't know how to start over. If you haven't already, please subscribe, share, and leave your comments. I love to hear you guys' feedback. If there's anything you'd like to hear on the show or you have some questions you want answered, please hit me up on IG at Aisha G. White. That's Aisha with an I. Alrighty, guys. Until next time, I'll chat with you later. Bye, loves. <laughs>